afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me in the producer seat for, what is it, just one of his last two episodes yeah. is Matt Belknap. Hi, Matt, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I am doing very well. Cool. Uh, last week, uh, we recorded with uh, the second of our rotating uh, group of co-hosts, mm-hmm. and this week I want to introduce um, our, uh, our third rotating co-host. We're going to have four. And uh, our third one is uh, finally going to get some uh, some some girl girl voices in here, right? Uh, so it's not such a sausage fest. That's Come right. On now. That's right. <laughs> She's been on the show before. We her episode was so gigantic we had to split it into two ladies and gentlemen please welcome uh one of my new uh co-hosts this isn't a live show ladies and gentlemen (laughs) who are you talking to ladies and gentlemen how are you doing out there can i hear from just the girls okay now let's hear the guys all right uh ladies and gentlemen please welcome uh christy stratton thank you i'm so happy to be here Although I'm sad about Matt leaving I'm now. Sorry. Yes, I'm, Matt's leaving. This is uh, for like this is these are the four episodes where I have to say sorry to each person. Right, that comes yeah, in. everyone comes in because uh, now because Kyle, who's also in the room, is going to be the new producer, and no one likes him. <laughs> so I mean, it's just going to be really hard. Yeah, <laughs> well, Every, I, I like. I've met him just today, and I find I him know, quite a delight. He's good. in his camo shorts. He's good. I have camo shorts on too. He came out, and I go, really? Is that how we're going to go today? <laughs> yeah, he can pull it off. I'm not sure about we, you. We got someone looked at it. We just we came from Coffee Bean, and someone gave us a look like, all right. Yeah, I think they thought it was. So, so. I think it was like it was some type of Nambla thing. They're like, oh, look at this guy. He makes his or little. I just thought little maybe friend wear the shorts too. It's a very like uh, we're recording this right before Halloween, and it's just a very obscure Halloween costume. He's like, you know, you know, the father and son who both yeah, wear camo shorts. Wear camo. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, so, Chrissy, you're going to be joining us now as a rotating co-host. I'm, I'm excited. Thrilled. Uh, when Gary sent me his email that said that he was uh, no longer wanted to do the show, um, he, he goes, you and Christy seem to have some chemistry, though. Maybe that's a good thing. So I actually think that Gary, when we recorded with you, yeah, I think we recorded with you originally, Gary had in his mind that he was going to leave, and he's like, I'll bring in Christy. She, everyone likes Christy. So, um, <laughs> oh, I wish. Um, and I am not looking to replace Gary Lucy, everyone. He is a national treasure, and I am like a... a gold-plated trinket you find on eBay. It's, so, Well, for me, it seems like it's taking four people to replace them. Yeah. It's very much like when Lindsey Buckingham left Fleetwood Mac and they replaced him with Billy Burnett and Rick Vito. I kind of think it's right, like, everybody. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what that meant at all, but I'm going to say it's like Voltron, where like you know five robots make one ultra robot. So like if, if by some chance someday Gary comes back, he'll be the body, and then Every, these Mike, will be the Murray, arms. Christy and Beep will be the arms and legs, and, and then. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll probably awesome. be the ass, right? Does the robot have an ass? I think. I guess I was thinking you'd maybe be. Yeah, I don't know what you would be. I, I was going to say you would be the pilot in the... How about if I, am I control? Sense. Yeah, I'd be controlling no, the No, that'd robot. be more the producer. That'd be Kyle. That would be Kyle. I can't give him that much responsibility. <laughs> yeah, so you're really out of the picture at this point. Uh, oh, and here's one thing I want yes, to say. Yes, I know that sometimes, like, listeners will call in and, like, there's a bit where they, like, call you an asshole yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I... I'm they tell me to go fuck myself. No, okay, that's it. Yeah. That kind of 
stuff I take real personally. <laughs> no. So I hope that that doesn't catch on. Like, no, no, it, know, well, hey, that's that's only bitches. my that's only okay. for me. No, they okay. won't. You're okay. okay with you're okay with them saying it to Pat, right? Like that yeah. doesn't bother you. Well, or that you even, don't. Even you, that I feel a little you. defensive. I've got to tell you, I'm. Okay. You know, well, we won't play any of those when you're here. But, I'm, I'm but you're not okay with them saying, "Yo, bitches." <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it's it, for comedy's sake, I'll you know. You'll I'll do, do it. it, I guess. <laughs> I'll just go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I think, like, out of context, it is, it's always jarring. Like, I, yeah. for, if I forget that, because like, for, like, a couple of times I, you know, forget that that's a thing. Mm. And it's like, whoa, what, what the hell? Well, why'd the person just say that? Oh, that's right. That's a bit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if my dad ever listens, like, honey, why are they ta- calling you a, you know. <laughs> they're not going to do it to you. They're, no, they're not going to do it to you. Yeah, you're yeah, just. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll it's see. really we'll just. Let's see how many people I offend. And, and the thing, the weird thing about that is it actually comes. Uh, from a, a real place because Pat actually can fuck himself. So yeah, that's right. Oh, that's oh, right. They're really yeah. just referencing oh, his, his. He has that's a my ability. very well, special my, talent. My mistake. <laughs> and uh, I'm not good at it. No, but, but uh, the fact that you can do it at all is yeah. noteworthy, and that's why people like to shout it out. So, uh, hey, before we get and into speaking the to- of shouting well, it out, oh yeah, before we get into the topic, we we started to talk about something when we weren't on mic, and I go, whoa, whoa, just save it, Matt. You can tell this. So, uh, Matt, yeah, it's you, your story, but I want to tell yeah, it. You want to tell it. This happened yesterday. This is what I saw on Twitter. Well, I saw it backwards as often happens. I saw your, I saw your reaction on Facebook, which is even, that's a different issue. When you see, when people are doing like Facebook to Twitter and Twitter to Facebook, then you force me to go to Twitter because I saw you wrote something and I was like, well, I don't know what that means. And there's no way to figure it out here. I have to go to Facebook or to, to Twitter to find out. But anyway, what happened was chronologically, yes, chronologically. Gene Simmons posted, Hey guys, uh, go get your LA gear now. And it was a link to the merch page for his arena football team that, that, that Gene and Paul, uh, Stanley bought a, a, an, an arena football team called the LA kiss. And, uh, you can get your t-shirts and yep. your knickknacks now. And so then Pat replied to him on Twitter and said, uh, Alice Cooper did makeup first. Bon Jovi bought an arena football team first. Are you ever going to do anything original or when are you going to do something original? <gasps> and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, first of all, why would you do way that? too harsh? That's <laughs> right. ridiculous. But then Gene Simmons wrote back at Pat Francis. Yes. Don't be jealous. <laughs> and then I wrote and back. And then Pat immediately flipped to sycophantic fanboy. Yeah, yeah. Went, oh my God, I'm thrilled. No, this is great. I said, I said something like needless to say, that just made my day. But yeah. well, I am a kid fan but uh, I, so I then why were you shitting on him <laughs> because i like to call because G- gene simmons i always feel like he feels like he invented everything he invented yes. podcasting air <laughs> i mean everything you know what i mean so uh you better not get involved in podcasting oh uh, what if he does we're gonna have the kiss network yeah, this is gonna be the greatest podcast Let me tell you something, i'd love to do podcasts <laughs> That'd be great. What's your favorite podcast, uh, Paul? Oh, let me think. What's some of my favorite? I like Nerdist. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do I like? I like um, Super Ego. <laughs> Super Ego. Yeah. I love Super Ego. I can't even do it. Uh, well, let's get into the topic. Yeah. Today. This is a topic, uh, Christy. You came up with this topic. I did. And I got to tell you, this was a hard topic. I'm going to explain why once you introduce it. Well, it's misheard lyrics. Right. Mm-hmm. So many of these I I heard first as a child or a young person. Uh-huh. And because of my limited, I don't know, vocabulary or my perspective at the time, I misheard it and had sung it a certain 
way right. for a while. So these these aren't the standard like. Um, um, excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, excuse me while I kiss. We're not doing those. We're doing ones that you and I have actually misheard. Right. So what was hard about that was I don't know that I've misheard them unless I'm listening to the song and then I go, oh, so I yeah. really had to rely on my memory okay. to go through. I really had to go through uh, my iTunes and go, are there any songs here where I don't quite remember the lyrics? Or So So this was a tough one because okay. you can't just type in misheard lyrics and they come up for you. Correct. Correct. All right. Cool. So. Uh- but you keep a diary of all your misheard lyrics, is that well, right? There's a few that I that I know of, and there were a couple that I'm like, I know I'm singing this wrong. Right. One in particular, I only learned like yesterday what mm-hmm. the real lyric was. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, before we play this, I I never miss an opportunity to play this little sound clip that I want to start with today. This is Motley Crue live in Salt Lake City from the year 2000, where I swear to God, Vince Neil is not even singing actual words. So let's listen to 13 <laughs> seconds of Dr. Feelgood. From the top? From the top. Hold on. And you'll have to stop it right at the end because it'll go into the next song if you don't. So here we go. This is... Okay, that, he's... <laughs> He's just, that's an Adam Sandler character, right? Because <laughs> he's literally, he's all day, mother the day, somebody do. I mean, that's not even, that's crazy. That is, that, that, that's like, I don't know the words to that song, but I'm pretty sure those aren't them. <laughs> I think he's saying Jigsaw Jimmy, he's running the gang, I hear he's doing okay. It's, and then something like, uh, uh, then I don't know. I yeah. don't know what he's singing. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's terrible. So, uh, so misheard lyrics. Yes. How many songs do you have today? Well, I have a bunch, but I know that, you know, you guys will take it to time and then, oh, we apologize to whoever. All right, cool. So So I I have like 12. I'm going to let you start. So, so how are you, how do you want to do this? Do we say what the real, what we thought it was after the, do we hear the song first? I think we'll play it and then we'll talk about what we all think. So if you'll start that first song at about 30 seconds, please. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You want to give us any hints or you're just going to drop it in cold? Here we go. Want to tell us who the band is? Rolling Stones. Okay. sugar how come you dance so good <laughs> how come you know because she's a dancer she's working her way through college and he's being really supportive of her and um you know she's a dancer i think that's a little racist because you're just saying that all black people can dance that's what i think you're saying well i didn't as a child i didn't even know about that like i thought you know she was just sweet like brown sugar right. that i put in my chocolate chip cookies like i had no well, she, I'm, I'm not, look you're not wrong about that <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I, I guarantee you, less than one percent of the listening public got what this song was really about yeah. at the time. Like, I didn't know it until Pat told me like and, a, a few weeks ago. It, it, <laughs> it, it astounds me that this song got played on the radio. I it's mean, crazy. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. Oh, I didn't even know that. I thought yeah. it was here in with the women. No, hear, no? hear him oh, okay. whip 
the women. Oh. Here's yeah. the problem. <laughs> They're talking about the Gold Coast slave ship bound oh, for cotton fields. Yeah, if you're yeah, going to write a song about slavery, yeah. don't make it such a upbeat, jaunty tune. Like, that's so <laughs> weird. Like, it's a it's like a fun time song about yes. abuse and slavery. Do you know what else is like that is, what's the matter here? And you're like singing along with and Natalie Merchant. You're like, oh my gosh, this is about child abuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrible. Mm. Yeah. That was a good one. Thank you. Christy so wait, what, so once again, you thought it was... Yeah. How come you dance so good? And what is the actual... Taste. Okay. So that's a pretty minor misunderstanding <laughs> yeah. compared to the overall song and what's happening elsewhere. Yes. Yes. I think you're... Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't... You shouldn't feel bad about that. No. I think you're okay. This... Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, with the, uh, the guys from Boston who think they're, uh, they're the Rolling Stones. This is Aerosmith, a song called Young Lust. Drop us in at about 40 seconds. You couldn't understand any of those lines. Yeah, like, this is the thing. My problem with this topic is, like... Uh-oh, uh-oh, he has a problem with your topic. <laughs> I do. Well, it's not a, with the topic. It's the problem with, like, if I was going to try to pull a song. There's so many songs, I don't even try to understand it. Like, if I right. hear that, I just give up. My, my ears <laughs> give up. I'm just like, fine. You don't want me to know what you're saying. That's, that's good. I'll just listen to the music. You know what? Now, now that we heard that, uh, I don't think that was a good example. Well, what, what, I, I don't, what does he say? <laughs> He's saying, young lust, you're dying and you're screaming inside, or you're, gonna, or you're guilty way before you've been tried. And what did you think? Not that much different. I thought it was young lust, you're dying and you're s- screaming insane, and you're guilty before you, you're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That makes more sense, kind of. I know. I should write like, the that's the, Yeah, sometimes your brain tries to like, make a connection to like, logic. Yes, like, exactly. Well, you know. well, I'm going to give the point to Christy. She had a better version. A better, oh, I didn't uh, realize this was a contest. Oh. It's not a contest, but I just made it. I one. think because we are former uh, Rock and Roll Jeopardy contestants, yes. we're always going to have yeah. some kind I of I think a, so. Competition. Yes, like, yes. Makes sense. You win so far. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, okay, song two. You're up again. Okay. Uh, this next song is... I do like the topic, by the way. Okay. Okay. Be damned, Matt. Um, this next one is Van Halen. And if you would take it at, uh, a minute 30, please. I like how you say Van Halen. You're like, Van Halen? Van Halen. It's kind of like how you say Pardcastathon. Pardcastathon. Instead of Pardcastathon. Pardcastathon. All right. Here's Pardo. Van, here's Van Halen. Junior's grades. Oh, wait a minute. That's very straightforward. Yes. What did you think that was? <laughs> well, remember, when I'm a kid, I'm getting into rock and roll. I'm like, is there certain bands that sing about the devil and like uh, Jimmy Page and all that, Aleister Crowley? I thought he was saying, have you seen Junior's grave? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Junior's grave? <laughs> all right. That's better. Yeah, that's good. I often hear grave, like seal that song, kiss from a rose on the grave. Like I grave, if there's anything that's, I'm I'm definitely going to grave. Your exterior and your face uh, exudes like an angelic fun thing, but it sounds like you have darkness inside. (laughs) So by the way, the name of that track is... The Cradle Will Rock. Right. So you were really taking it from the cradle to the grave. Yeah. (laughs) 
Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm leaving now. Let's get even darker. I'm quitting so early. Did you think that the, maybe a baby died from crib death in this? Is that how dark I just it was? He just was rocking himself into the grave. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, 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 most of these bands that I play are yeah. doing that. You know what? Since she played Van Halen, jump to my Van Halen song. All right. Here it is. About 41 seconds. You can talk while I'm cueing it because I can't magically just. Come on, man. What's oh. taking so long? Okay. Now, the real line is blue eyed murder in a size five dress. As I recall, one of Mike Schmidt's favorite lyrics yes, of all yes, time. Yes, of all time. I thought it was blue eyed murder in a satisfied dress. <laughs> yeah. I, makes see, sense. I knew it was size five, and here's why. Because when I was a kid, I went right from like the kids' department to like a size 10. So <laughs> I, that, I knew Van Halen's ideal of woman was not me. Yeah. Uh, that was not me. Well, it sounds like they like children then if, if you went from right yeah yeah this is just uh, i don't even think this is another example of i don't even the think rock and roll patriarchy keeping the woman down i don't even right? think, i mean I, imposing this an, unrealistic yeah, that's uh, impossible to attain yeah i don't even think david lee roth likes women to be honest i think that's the biggest ruse in rock and roll right now. maybe that's really? what he's talking about. Uh, that's my personal <gasps> thing i don't think i kind of love him <laughs> and not just because we were born on the same day, October 10th. Oh, wow. But I oh, think he birthday. is one of the most underrated uh, lead singers there is. Him and Robin Zander and Ben Orr, I think, are so underrated. But only, wow, geez, one of them has passed. One of them still sings like an angel, and one of them can't sing anymore. <clears throat> David Lerner. Talking about <gasps> DLR. He can't sing live anymore. Well, you know, I saw them a few years ago, and I thought they were awesome. And he had this beautiful, like, bolero jacket that he took off, and then he, he pranced fooled around. You. He and fooled I'm, you with like, the jacket. Looking at the jacket, and uh, the he, and he swung a sword around and oh, waved a flag with the short hair, and poor Wolfie just buried into himself <laughs> playing. <laughs> okay, you're up. Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. This one I have two. Chrissy, different... you're not listening to the show. You're actually a part of it right now. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Um, this is Soundgarden, okay. and there's a couple different little clips from this um start at one minute please this that's fine <laughs> i know I, i've been taught the hand signal and yeah. i kind of just do this kind of like i, I just do a little we're talking away. to the audience at home we're talking fade out gestures fade out gestures. <laughs> i thought that line was all my friends are scared to death <laughs> because he's a he's homeless he's clearly and like the <laughs> wouldn't whole, be afraid of spoon the man? whole thing is really and and it, it, can you queue up to 305 or is that going to be hard yeah, for that let's same find song out. We'll see. We're putting Kyle through his paces here. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Kyle. Kyle's in training today to Hurry be up. a producer. <laughs> we're nervous that he's going to be chatty the way he is today, though. For the audience at home, we're playing this off YouTube because iTunes used to be a jerk about protected files. When yeah. you try to play something on a different computer, it won't play. Here it is. Wow. 
it's so quiet. I don't know. Okay, that's enough of that. I thought, because this is such a horror show, this song, and I, I'm scared to death, It's. I thought he was saying, come on, knock it off. Come on, <laughs> knock it off. Like, he's going to just break free of this homeless guy who's playing the spooks, who's creepy. Um, so anyway, the other lyric was, all my friends are skeletons. That was that original lyric. Uh-huh. And that lyric was... Um, Let's try to guess. Come on. Oh. Do you have a, a guess? I think I thought he was saying... Uh, Come on when I get off. Yes. Come on while I get off. While I get off. Like, so he's taken you down this totally creepy road. Yeah. And then, like, it gets even creepier and then it ends. Yeah. Soundgarden, uh, they weren't afraid. Their videos were super creepy, too. It's always just, like, really disturbing imagery and... uh, you know what's really creepy is Junior's grave. <laughs> that know, is right? like super Have you seen creepy. it? Oh, I'm afraid to. <laughs> I'm going to play uh, what I assume is one of Christy's favorite bands. Ooh. And uh, well, you just said that this is one of your favorite lead singers. So I'm going to play a car song. Yay! And um, Matt, if you could drop this in at one minute and 40 seconds. Okay, here it comes. She got wonderful eyes and Okay. <laughs> so the real line is she's got wonderful eyes and a risque mouth. I thought it was, she's got wonderful eyes and a whiskey mouth. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was with, <laughs> I'm with you. I was singing it one day and my wife goes, uh, it's risque mouth. And I was e- like, equally it's probable though. Neither of those yeah. is better than the other. No, to she me. Could have like, a whiskey I think they're mouth. both, they're both totally viable. Lyrics. Yeah. Like that. They could have gone either way. But my wife who mishears every lyric called me out on that. She thought, uh, Kansas carry on wayward son was Gary. You're no wayward son. <laughs> <laughs> And she also, I have it queued up, but I won't play it, but she thought uh, the uh, the Rolling Stones Get Off My Cloud was, uh, instead of uh, don't hang around because uh, two's a crowd, get off my cloud, she thought it was don't hang around, go to the town. Oh, I thought it was something about losing town. Nope. Oh, nope that's nope. a very... La- ladies here town. Mick Jagger is probably the most misheard song- singer of all time, right? I I mean, maybe. Sure. It was even that, you know, remember the movie Jumpin' Jack Flash? There was a whole scene where... The, the the movie was, I think it was called Jump and Jack Flash, partly because Whoopi Goldberg was trying to hack into a computer and the password was a lyric from the song Jump and Jack Flash. So there's a whole scene where she's trying to play the song and, and just guess different things, but she's yelling. I think it actually probably came from her stand-up act, too, like, like joking about you know the misheard lyrics of that song but she's like trying to enter it. she's like mick what are you saying mick i don't understand you i love your whoopie that's Goldberg. one of my best impressions <laughs> <laughs> i'll treat you to a little more later if you're lucky <laughs> christy oh, yes believe gonna, it can you're you up skip to number five i'm gonna skip the number four and go to five let's see if this is maybe password we'll go back protected. now let me oh yeah we're gonna play password protected roulette uh, with this uh, whole thing no. it is not <gasps> yes All right okay let, let me set this up um, I'm very excited to come back here once a month. Um, and I'm warning you, the listeners, everyone, I am a huge Bee Gees fan. Not in, not in a way that like, oh, it's a guilty pleasure. No, no, no. I hate when people say guilty pleasure. Yeah, anyway. just I'm not going to have it. Now, um, when I was a kid and Saturday night 
fever came out. And you could really understand very few of any of these lyrics. Mm -hmm. And again, I've been singing this one as a kid for so long. um, And then I'm like, I'm going to look up what those lyrics are. So if you'll take this number five song to start it at one minute and 30 seconds, please. Okay, I thought he was saying in that last uh, verse, I got hair in my back, I can't hide it in Milwaukee, and I'm glowing in the dark in New Orleans. (laughs) Oh my God. The real lyric, I got fire in my mind, I got higher in my walkin', and I'm glowing in the dark, I give you warning. Wow, I don't know which one's better. (laughs) That is to me a classic example of he does not want you to know know what he's saying. saying. There's no way you you lay that down and then they mix it and you're like, we got it, guys. Everyone's going to be talking about the glowing in the dark. (laughs) There's a thing thing when they they have the music written but they don't have the lyrics yet and sometimes they'll just scat sing along. I think sometimes... The scat singing lyrics just, yeah, keep them. I think so. I've seen, there was a documentary called Keppel Road about the Bee Gees in the 90s. And uh, in it, Barry was discussing, because I think he's such a great melody, they're such great melody writers. And he'll admit to like, look, if the lyric doesn't fit the melody, we'll change the lyric. And you know what? I'm glad there are songwriters out there that do that because I I go to certain people for beautiful lyrics and whatever. But, you know, and I think they sometimes stumble upon really good lyrics. But anyway, I'm a big fan and... That one I just had to. <laughs> well, you can you can talk about the Bee Gees as What's much happening? as what, what is what happening on Earth. Why are we getting a phone call? Why are we getting a phone call from? Oh, the you know what? I think we're t- are we taking listener calls? Hello, hi, you're on the air. Um, why, why is your phone on, and why is it all the way across the room? That's look, on you. My phone's on in case someone calls me. It's all the way across the room so that we don't hear it on mic. Well, you could put it on vibrate and put it in your pocket. I know <laughs> that would be the way to handle that. Uh, I think this next song is my most embarrassing oh, miss here. Oh, I love it. Well, there's two on this list, but this one... Better than uh, Hair in My Back? This is pretty... This is... Because the word I hear wrong is like a very negative word, Ooh. especially in 2013. But this is, uh, this is David Bowie, and let's drop it in at a minute, 27 seconds. Ashes to ash and fun to Okay, now he says ashes to ashes, fun to funky. We know Major Tom's a junkie. I thought he was saying ashes to ashes, fun to faggot. (gasps) That's what I thought he was saying. Whoa! And and, and for 1980 and David Bowie, that wouldn't be a lyric that might not be written. Yeah, I mean, in 1986, the Dire Straits had a hit record that said that word, and it was like, okay, great. Yeah, great lyric. That's a great, like, when people are like, oh, that word's so offensive. If, If you're trying to explain 
the world we grew up in right. just point to that song and be like everyone loved this song no one batted an eye that sang this it, word was and it was wrong that we sang that lyric and then yeah. we, we, we well, wait it. wait I'm gonna defend the Dar Straits song which I think is a masterpiece I, I know what you're he's, saying he's, he's playing singing, a character yeah. that's true it's yeah, not no, like he's not he's, yeah. right. I agree with he that he doesn't okay. say that that subtlety right. probably didn't fly so well on, on MTV <laughs> like I think they when you're caught up in the early CGI graphics of their right. video you're not really thinking about like is this guy making a subtle commentary about the world of rock and roll and since David Bowie was always androgynous and yes. he didn't know what was going on and you would have I would have assumed back then well it's okay for him to use that word because maybe he is homosexual maybe. here's where I'm going to bust you though Pat because what? that's a that is the rhyming word in the song and if you go to the next line and he says Major you know, Tom's a, a junkie, junkie rhymes with funky I never knew it I mean, that, he was giving you a really good clue as to what that other word might have been. Are you sure he didn't say, uh, we know Major Tom's a jagged? <laughs> Are you sure that's not what he was saying? Pretty sure. Um, what's your favorite Dire Straits CD? Uh, making Movies. Oh, right here. That's I mean, the right? best. It without is. a doubt. I mean, it's... There's I mean, not even a, a, a sad, there's not even another, you can't even argue it. No. It's What's on best. that one? I don't really know them that well. Uh, making movies, Skate Away, um, uh, Tunnel of Love. Yes. And Romeo and Juliet. Of no, okay. that's no, a, making that's, movies is the title. There's no song called Making Movies. The, um, Romeo and Juliet. Boys. That's the Solid song Rock. Yes. The whole, uh, there's only seven songs. It's the whole thing, top to bottom, the best. Talk about a bunch of slackers. Produced by Jimmy Iovine. Mm. The God. I feel like you guys yes. might have even talked about this the last time Christy was on. So. I don't think we did. I think I've talked about it before, though. And maybe Christy and I would do it. Maybe, maybe we'll have an all uh, Dire Straits song. Uh, oh, my gosh. Making movies. That. I think he is such an underrated songwriter, Mark Knopfler. Yeah. I think he can really, his solo stuff in the last like several years is outstanding. I mean, people don't you know, know it because it's all on the radio. I but know, but it is. That's <laughs> very well. Very you're, good. you're up. Okay. Well, my next song, I could just honestly pick anything by Elton John. Really? Yeah, I agree with you. It's very <laughs> so, hard to understand. This one, um, okay, let's take it at 50 seconds, please. Um, Rocket Man burning out of Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he blasted. Oh, that's that's where the rocket blasted off from, right? Right. Out in like the desert. You even like <laughs> shortened the name of a state Arizona. to make right. that work in your head. It's not like they wouldn't do that. These <laughs> songwriters. And the real lyric is burning out his fuse up here alone. Wow. Yeah, you know, I do feel like. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Elton John writes the lyrics and Bernie Taupin writes the music. Is that right? Is that how it works? No, no. It's the other way around? The other way around. Okay. Um, I think they don't give a fuck about the lyrics. <laughs> I think they're just like, whatever, like, let's make it work. Because, yeah, that just doesn't fit, really, when you think about what he's trying to say. And they, they don't do it together, either. That's why they... Two rooms. Two rooms. Worse. There, there was a... Uh, 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 what was it? What, uh, a uh, compilation uh, of a tribute, people. A tribute yes, album two called Two Rooms. Yeah. Yeah. In very early 90s. Hmm. People, you're learning a lot today. <laughs> That's really weird. I, I guess I don't know much about them, but it's weird that the guy singing the words doesn't write the words. I know, isn't it? Well, he, was, that's how much faith he has in, in Bernie Taupin's lyric writing. I think it's time to find another lyricist because that, that shit doesn't fit. It doesn't work. <laughs> Arizona is gorgeous. <laughs> Song's great, but like, what the hell is that? That doesn't mean anything. Are you ready for my number two most embarrassing? Yeah. Because this, isn't, this isn't even... this. 
There's no way you can mishear this, and yet I did. This is uh, this is the Blues Brothers. Mm. Let's take it right at the end at 2 minutes and 11 seconds. Now, this song, people, is called Rubber Biscuit. That's the title of the song. <laughs> Here we go. Two eleven. On a hit of it. Here on a hole on a hit of a baba. Here on a hobble bobble shop. Here on a hit on a chicawa. Here on a hit on a chicawa. Here on a hit on a hua. Zoom on a hobble. These are not what I misheard. Here it is. <laughs> what do you want for nothing? Rubber biscuit. Stop it right there. I thought he was saying, "What do you want for nothing?" How about a piece of cake? <laughs> what? Listen okay, to it again. I gotta hear it again. I, hear it. I thought he said, "What do you want for nothing?" How about a piece of cake? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for nothing? Rubber biscuit. What do you want for nothing? Rubber biscuit. I kind of, I, kind I, of I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, a little bit. But you really like that's a real that's a crazy distortion if that's biscuit. Like, this, I mean the song is called Rubber Biscuit. How can you not hear him say rubber biscuit? Yeah, that's that's confusing. Did you biscuit? not know the name of the song? I you know what? And then I'm like, I don't even know why this song is called Rubber Biscuit. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the solution to the riddle was right in front of your face. Right in front of my face. A piece oh my of cake. Gosh. How about a piece Fantastic. of cake? Okay, this next one, you guys. Um, uh, it's Foreigner. And I, I have to admit to you that only two days ago uh-huh. did I discover the real lyric. Now, take this, uh, well, just uh, maybe 10 seconds in. All right. Waiting, I was overweighting. Meaning, I was waiting so much I was gaining weight. <laughs> well, I was overweighting. Isn't that what he, he says? Hours of the waiting. Wow. I know. That's, that's, I, I would have thought, I, I've been singing what you're singing. Yeah. That's I was all, overweighting. That's okay. All it sounds like. I mean, that's a song where it's very easy to hear him. He's right up in the front of the mix. It's very clear diction. Yeah, yeah. it's right here. Waiting, hours of waiting. I get it because hours of waiting yeah, he, like, he puts that weird inflection yeah. yes waiting hours, hours of waiting. waiting i guess everybody yeah. come on to yeah that's that's weird man but when you that wait if you're waiting a long yeah. time you're gonna eat you're gonna <laughs> See, you I know, thought, sit on the couch i thought he meant like, thought he meant, like I'm, I'm over waiting i'm, I'm waiting over i'm over it. i should have i should have been gone an hour yeah. ago yeah. i am so over, over waiting yeah, I'm so oh, okay I, I've always sang it like that. That's weird. Good for you. Hours of waiting. All right. We're solving riddles. All right. I love it. No one's ears work. People are stupid. Not you. Me. Mm. Give me that back, Pat. Give it's, me what back? It's oh. your turn. <laughs> I'm going to play songs. Let me see what I have in, in, the, in the canon of, of goodness. Uh, let's try. Uh, let's try this Eagle song from one minute. You want to give it any ramp up at all or just... This is the Eagles and we're going to take it from a minute. 
You mean Arizona? <laughs> it's right. Okay, now the real lyric is, it's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was pretty straightforward. I know, <laughs> but not if you're. Look, I heard piece of cake. I thought it was it's a girl, my lord, with a flat buckboard. <laughs> <laughs> what is a buckboard? What is a buckboard? I that have is no a, idea. That is a thing. It is. A what thing. is it? It's a thing that girl has. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and she's carrying it around with her. Like I know she's I, hitchhiking with it or something. Huh. Yeah, she's a. She's got a flat buckboard. Flat bu- I think a buckboard is also something to do with a car, though. Is it? Maybe. So see, Kyle, do something. It's not that crazy. Look up buckboard. <laughs> Why aren't you looking it up? I think it's like, a, uh, no, that's a runner board. Those things yeah. like on old cars along the side, but All right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, Kyle looks that up. Do we, uh, let's each do one more. You want to apologize? I'm going to apologize to uh, ACDC. You shook me all night long and I apologize to uh, John Mellencamp for Jack and Diane because he has a lyric that. What, which uh, which lyric in Jack and Diane? Uh, it's sucking on chili dogs. Diane sitting on Jack and his lap, got a hand between her knees. Just listen to it. Fifty five seconds. You can't even understand what he's saying. Nah, we'll do do it later. You don't want to do it at all. It's her turn. Okay, that's true. It is your turn. Okay, do I say who I apologize to? Sure. Okay, I apologize. I'll tell you this right now. Apologize to Matt for all these password protected song files. The song that will work is. Okay, we'll do that one then. All right. So don't my apologize apologies to, to Peter Gabriel and to Pat Benatar. Okay, we'll do this. Right. And no apologies to Steve Jobs <laughs> for this <laughs> shitty system um, of making music. Let's take this. This is the cult, and let's take it from about ten seconds. I love the cult. This is not Firewoman. That's the only song I know. <laughs> I'm just making it clear. Is it Little Devil? Oh, no shame. This is great. I'm excited for this. Okay. There's a red room because she was there. Right. Scarlet woman. She got me a beer. <laughs> See, this is a very out, nice lady. This came out when I was in high school. And that's like a guy who liked you would say, hey, get me a beer. Like that. To me, that made sense to me. That was my world. I'm like, oh, you, so were, in, you were in some her. abusive relationships. <laughs> yeah, that is, Do you want to talk to you off mic? It's crushingly depressing. That perhaps, is terrible. Perhaps. Woman, um, give me a beer. <laughs> the real lyric is not much better. Fell to the red room because she was there. A scarlet woman. She got me in fear. Oh. I'd much that rather stinks. have a beer, to be honest. <laughs> that really stinks. Yeah. It doesn't rhyme, first of all. No. And then, yeah, what the hell? He's, Ian Asbury sounds great, though. I know, right? Yeah. I really wish I would have seen him when he toured with the Doors. But I didn't get to. Yeah, me neither. I, mainly because I don't like the Doors. Thank there you go. No one does. Hardly anyone does. I like him a little bit. Okay, this song. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Hold, hold on. Kyle has some late-breaking information. On buckboard? Oh. You want the mic? Here we He's go. He's almost slower than Garen. <laughs> 
The buckboard is the frontmost board on a wagon that could act as both a footrest for the driver and protection from the driver from the horse's rear hooves in case of a buck. Well, it's a girl, my lord. He's first of all, he's shocked that he's even seeing a yeah. vehicle from the 1930s. Right. In a flat she's buckboard. Doing, she's doing a show of some sort, yeah. like with the Mennonites or something. Yeah. <laughs> or else maybe it's a traveling like medicine show or something. Mm, there you See? go. There you go. That just shows how old you are, Pat. Like, I know. Your mind goes to the 1800s <laughs> when they're talking about vehicles. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that I'll be 72 years old in February. <laughs> um, okay. This song, this is Led Zeppelin. Mm. This is what I call uh, one of my mental patient songs, which means I can put this song on and push repeat, and I could listen to this for like eight hours straight, just over. Over and over and over mm. the same song. And that's uh, kind of the effect of the way the song goes, too. It feels like it's just going over I know. and over and over. But this is, let's take it from 10 seconds because we don't need to hear that first 10 seconds. <laughs> Okay, so the real lyric is uh, where there's a light in your eye that keeps shining like a star that can't wait for the night. I thought it was... Nice lyric, by the way. Yeah, very, it's very, nice, very, very nice. nice lyric. Unless you sing it my way, which is like a sign that can't wait for a knife. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Uh, but it's Led Zeppelin, and they're singing about... They, yeah, they don't. They're singing about the, the gremlins and the hobbit. Right, up to this point, the lyrics are gobbledygook. And yeah. somehow on this song, yeah. it's like white hot crystal clear a story beginning middle yep. end I love and it. it's I, I do too and I'm like I, it's so not like them yeah. and I remember in college I had sung the song my whole life mm-hmm. and then my friend had to bring up to me like oh he's waiting on the it's about this guy and he's waiting for this and then he's waiting on the wrong block and I'm like oh that's what it's about and I'm literally I have been singing the song forever yeah. but not processing it because you know when you're a kid it doesn't really matter so but, is this one of your mental patient songs as well um, I don't know. I don't think so. Damn my it. mental patient songs are very, are not as highbrow. All right. they're, my, they're like Twisted Sister, I Want to Rock that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's give some apologies. I'm going to apologize to uh, The Love and Spoonful for uh, Summer in the City, because I always thought it was a uh, hot, hot damn Summer in the City, but yes. it's not. It's hot town. And I thought it was hot time. He thought it was hot city. time. So like we were on either side of the correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, apologize to John Mellencamp for, for being a douchebag. And, uh, <laughs> and um, for Jack and Diane that has some lyrics that I don't even know what he's really saying. I really want to hear what you're talking about. Let's just real, real quick. Okay. I know y- y- it's, it's like Vince Neil from Motley Crue. Where do you hear this? 55 seconds. Sucking on chili dog. Outside taste freeze. That's fine. Diane sitting on Jackie's lap, got his hands between the knees. Still good? Yep. Jackie say, hey, Diane, let's run off behind the shade of trees. Dribble off those Bobby Brooks, let me do what I please. Yeah, no one knows what that is. No one knows what Bobby Brooks. Oh, yeah. yeah, it says, he says dribble. Dribble off those dribble Bobby, off Brooks. Those Bobby yeah, Brooks. Bobby Brooks was like a... I don't know, a shoe or pants. I don't know. It was, I knew it was a clothing, a clothing. Sounds like something you would wear on a buckboard. So, <laughs> it does. Also, how do you dribble off shoes? Yeah, just like, I don't know. He might admit <laughs> pants. I don't remember exactly the Bobby Brooks. Take them off. Okay, Kyle's going to look it up. We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Any apologies? Or did you oh, give um, uh, Pat Benatar. Uh, yeah, and Peter Gabriel. All right, great. Christy, where can we find you? Where can we, oh, you, you, you're on the, do you tweet? I do. I'm at Christy with a C H and a Y S man at Christy S man. 
And um, I have my blog, likemotherlikehoarder.com. All right. This is about... like to read about funny things that I can't really give away. And this is about, this is about things that you, you refuse to give away. Yes. You well, what I do away. is I say, hey, look, I found this old Simpsons comic, and here's the story behind it. And then I, people can vote whether or not I should throw it away. And then if they vote to throw it away, do you really throw it away? I do. I absolutely do. You right, don't good. give it away or sell oh, it? Or- I do. There have been a couple times where I've had like a pile of roller skates, for instance. And this <laughs> one friend was like, I'll take one of those, the one that doesn't fit. I mean, and I have a picture of her like wearing my roller skates uh-huh. that don't fit. No one should ever have a pile. <laughs> I literally roller right skates. now. If I you have four have people in your household, you should have at most four pairs of roller <laughs> right. skates. Never a pile. Uh, I want to tell you about something called. It's a Rock Solid now has a message board that was created by Scott Phillips. It's at rocksolidpodcast.activeboard.com. So go there if you really want to talk. Music and I and, bet that I bet we could put a link to that on the, the Rock Solid Guide, which is at rocksolidpodcast.com. That's right. So we'll have to do, do that. that. And uh, and I'm telling also, you to do it. Okay, thank do you. It. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, Jimmy Pardo and I sat down with the, the surviving mem- members of the NAC, and I never thanked uh, Doug Feiger's sister Beth for putting me in contact with uh, Burton Avere and helping me get him in the studio. So uh, thank you to Beth. Thank you to Prescott and thank you to Burton. Uh, Matt, thank you so much. Sure. Uh, we've only got one more episode for, with you. Yeah. And, uh, it's getting real, man. Do you, have real. A, do you have a playout song for us, a misheard lyric? I do. It's not. Christy Stratton, <gasps> thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. And look forward to seeing so you fun. in a couple episodes from now. Yes. I'm, this is a cop-out because I didn't pr- prepare for this at all. Uh-huh. Uh, I never really do. <laughs> just play whatever comes up wow. to my mind. So, so, uh, so lazy. So it hurts. Uh, but you, no, you but hurt. that's usually, with most topics, that's a good way to do it because mm-hmm. then it's like what, in the moment, whatever feels right, I do it. But this is one where you kind of have to work on it ahead of time. So right. instead, this is, I'm, and by the way, I mishear so many lyrics. I probably have misheard lyrics in this song. So just pick, a, pick any lyric and I probably got it wrong. But this is more of a thematic tie in to the to the uh to the whole episode and it's also a great song it's missing persons what are words for guys mm. when no one listens anymore <laughs> it's called words on rock solid